What is up, guys? Welcome back to In the Office with Scott and Wes. Guys, we are so glad to be back. Uh, Scott, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Still, like, adjusting uh, to the temperature outside. Yep. Like, every time I, uh, I walk out, um, it, it just kind of hits me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> and, um, and I'm still not used to it, and I want to be used to it, but for whatever reason, I'm not. And um, but thank God for uh, light roast coffee from Starbucks, um, guys. If you just look around where you are right now, there's probably a Starbucks nearby. Yeah, if you look, swing on by your local Starbucks, tip your barista, and get you a light <laughs> roast coffee. They'll probably have to do the blonde pour roast. Over, that's they might the pour on roast. Yeah. They might pour over. Hey guys, we know there's an elephant in the room or the car, wherever you're listening to this. Maybe on your Alexa in your kitchen. Is a lot we have of a, people apparently. We apparently have a lot of Alexa listeners, but we. We know it's been a while since we've we recorded. We are aware. We're, yes. we're aware, and we're sorry about that. Um, sometimes life happens. Look, when you're being guided by the Holy Spirit in doing these on things. The daily, on, the on the daily. On the daily. Then, yeah, then yeah. sometimes the answer is wait. Um, <laughs> I, I've always I've heard that when people talk about prayers. Like, oh, God gives you one of three answers. Either no, wait, or go. Or something like that, and I can't yeah, remember, but yeah. yeah, we're in the waiting heard, stage. Yeah, we're in the waiting we're stage. We're in the waiting stage. Look, I mean, it, it doesn't, you know, Content that pops like this just doesn't happen over. I mean, that's what I said. We were just, we were actually just having a brainstorming session, and yeah. we've got hot stuff, hot stuff, hot stuff today coming your way. Yeah, yeah. so today I mean, and, and later down down the pipe. You, down the sometimes pipe. in in today's modern society, the concept of waiting for something is something we don't like. We want instant gratification. You're like, oh man, why don't the, the office guys? <laughs> Release something every Monday because we want you to wait and learn some life skills that will benefit you later in life. Sometimes yeah. you got to wait. I had to wait 31 years to find someone that was like, yeah, I can put up with him for the rest of my life. <laughs> and and so, gosh, Abraham had to wait. Abraham and Sarah had to wait like 100-something years to yeah. like have a kid. So, I mean, I mean please, this, guys. We could do – I mean, this is a later episode that we're, yeah, yeah, I mean, we're, we're setting not, up right now. We so. may not even – we may not record another one after this for a month just to really like – set the tone for yeah. what we're trying to do with yeah you. gosh but yeah we <laughs> should are, we just stop right now just, yeah i know let's just stop talking it. but yeah. in all honesty we are sorry yeah we no, yeah we, we, it's, it's obviously not what we want but uh <laughs> things happen we appreciate you loyal listeners that have been listening week to week too and uh we do we we're do. excited to bring you yeah but content. a lot's happened a lot has happened in in the past couple of weeks yeah a, a lot of lot. you know the um the cord cutting streaming uh standalone empire continues to grow. Oh my gosh. Um Apple Plus Apple TV Plus is now a thing. Yeah. Also Disney Plus. Good I guess Lord. we're doing we're doing pluses on everything. Yeah. So it's Apple TV Plus, ESPN also has a plus. Disney Plus makes sense yeah. because it's you're getting the Disney stuff plus, plus Nat Geo, Hulu, yeah. ESPN. That make that makes sense that Apple TV Plus doesn't make a whole lot of sense because there wasn't really anything there before. Right. That was. Um, it's the typical Apple model of yes. the MacBook Pro. Now we've got the AirPods yes. Pro. We've yes. got an iPad Pro, and it's like there's not much that's changed about it. Yeah, it makes you it makes you wonder. Um, like at what at one point, and this is kind of like a question, I, and I think at some point Apple's going to go to this. Um, you know they have MacBook Pros, and and and, and that used to be called an iBook, mm. and then you have still iPads. So there, there's there's the newer products that are coming out. Apple Watch being a prime example. And one an iWatch is an Apple Watch. Yeah. The new products that are coming out where they're dropping the i. At what point do they drop the i from everything? At what point does your iPhone become an Apple phone? I don't know. I think next I, year or the year after. Really? Yeah. You think they're, it's Apple just going to be a, it's going to be a new name, but like the same. So it makes sense. So let me. Ex so it's like every three or four cycles, um, Apple changes like the the look of the phone. Yeah. That kind of the build setup, and, and they're sure. talking about how this one that's coming out next year is going to look uh, similar to if you have like an iPhone five or iPhone four, kind of the boxier thing. Sure. They're changing the look. So it would make sense if you're going to do this to like do it when you go into a new cycle, which they're about to. So maybe yeah. next year is, is Apple. You phone might be one. right. You're, yeah, this is a good little hunch. And it's a good little hunch. It's a good little hunch. But yeah, so Apple TV Plus is out. Disney Plus is out. Disney Plus already has uh, over 10 million subscribers. Um, which I read that it took HBO standalone service more than four <laughs> years to get that to 10 is million. Nuts. It's crazy. 
It's that, crazy. That's that just shows you the power of like Disney on. It does, and and but the one question, like I, I have to ask, is one thing that Verizon uh, Wireless is doing is they're giving you uh, one year of Disney Plus for free for, for like free as part of your um, signing Verizon thing. And so I wonder like how many of those subscriptions are Verizon customers. Yeah. Now, yeah, you get it for a year and then they turn you loose and you got to pay for it. Whereas if you're with T-Mobile, you get Netflix for free for the rest of your life. And also yeah. MLB.TV for free for the rest of your life. But who's counting? Um, <laughs> you know, T-Mobile, number one in customer service, like four or five years in a row. Not a yeah. big deal. And, and actually, as, as our customers are listening right now, as our people are listening to us, uh, talk. We have two T-Mobile guys now in the room. Yeah, two T-Mobile guys. Yeah. I uh, I'm a magenta man now. Yeah. I have uh, our family. Actually, the whole Holly family. We have we have switched to T-Mobile. So, yeah. and uh, I have to say, the process of going to them and getting it like set up and st- stuff was really easy. Once we you know, <laughs> once we could find and figure out all of our AT and T stuff, which was the problem of. Of course, of getting it was. from switching to was. them. Yeah. yeah, once we got that set up, I mean, it was easy with them, and switching the stuff has been easy. Uh, anything that has caused problems has been eight on AT and T side, including for a while they made phones that if you put a SIM card from any other car- uh, carrier in, this is so my brother still didn't have a phone right now because other phones from like AT and T are locked up. You can't put another SIM. It says this phone yeah. doesn't the the hardware on this phone doesn't support yeah the you center. have to get it jail or whatever it is you which can, is nuts it's nuts it's nuts but you know at&t is a terrible company i think everybody knows that um, i mean and but they, they they do have pretty good they have great service i'll give them yeah, they have great service sure. but it comes with a premium price tag and not uh, yeah. horrible customer service yeah so the holly family moved you're, you got a better customer experience and you also are going to save yourselves a lot of money yeah year like year. a lot yeah. a lot of money a lot yeah thank god what a day. And he had it. Wes had his first T-Mobile Tuesday on Tuesday. He got a free item from Taco Bell. Free item from Taco Bell and a $4 movie ticket. Unbelievable. I mean, and I'm going to go watch that movie tonight. It's it's incredible. They give and they give and they, they give. They just give. Um, but, so Disney Plus is out, it, and it has a ton of stuff. Yeah. It's got a ton of stuff. Yeah. Um, an insane amount of movies, uh, original content. Um, I, I was surprised, to be honest with you, at how much they actually have on there. Yeah. And, you know, because one of my big things, like, all right, this would be interesting if they start putting, like, the classics, like the Disney classics, like the stuff you had on VHS tapes. Yeah. On there, which I didn't actually think they were going to do. And I thought it was it? all going to, and they did it. Oh, my gosh. They did it. I mean, I mean they like, really. You can watch Robin Hood, the animated version, which was my favorite growing up. Yeah. You can watch it on Disney Plus. I mean, it's crazy. They really have everything. It like, has it has everything, with very few exceptions. Um, have you subscribed to it? Are you? I haven't. So um, I haven't I'm waiting because we uh, I was hoping there's gonna be a holiday deal. Or well, my um my lovely fiance, uh, she's still with uh, Verizon. Um, until we get married and part of our prenuptial agreement is she has to move to T-Mobile. <laughs> um, that's the only thing we've agreed upon. But uh, So she's with Verizon, so once she gets her Verizon thing for it, then I will have access, and I can tell you what to think about it. But what I did subscribe to is Apple TV+, Plus because it's $5 a month. Yeah. Tell yeah. me about this, because I am... Yeah. I am uh, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, curious. It's, it's interesting... And pretty much all it is is like original content. It's Apple original content, Apple original movies, Apple original and that, shows, and that's it. And that's it. Okay. And so there's not. Um, if you look at it, if you compare it like apples to apples, like Disney Plus has way more stuff on it. But everything that Apple has is original, and everything that Apple has from their TV shows are things that are like releasing, kind of as we go. Sure. So if you're okay. going into it thinking, all right, I'm going to get just years of entertainment. On this thing, like you have with like Netflix or something, yeah. you're gonna be you're gonna be mistaken. Yeah, it looks like right now an app that is that is just starting. Now there's a lot on there, and all of it's new. And so, the two shows that I've been watching have been uh, the Morning Show, and then mm-hmm. for all mankind, the Morning Show um, is just kind of giving you a brief synopsis. Uh, it's you know two Jennifer Anson's character and Steve Carell's character have been running this morning show forever and ever and ever. That show looks like it's an all star cast. Yeah, it is an all star cast, and uh, and Steve Carell's character 
um, gets caught up in, in, in some, some pretty, pretty bad allegations and is removed from the show. And so then uh, the story kind of follows like what the network's trying to do with it now that he's gone. Um, and so Reese Witherspoon's character, who also like big name actress who's in the show randomly, yeah. um, is someone that they're bringing in to kind of bring sort of a modern uh, whatever. So it's it's pretty good. It's kind of one of those things that if you watch like the first episode, you're like, is this good? I don't know if it's yeah. good. It's very. I'd say that all the shows that I've watched are very okay. Sure, they're not like um, you know breathtaking or anything like that. The morning show reminds me a lot of Newsroom, which was an HBO yes. show that I liked. Um, it's kind of like the same sort of feeling that you yeah. get from. Which watching the Newsroom it. was that same way where it's like. The newsroom. I watched the first episode and was like, "This show's awesome." And you yeah. kind of keep watching, and it, I mean, it's it's good, but it kind of loses your interest as yeah. much. Yeah, there's a lot of the, overacting. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of overacting, and that's the same thing with this. There's there's a little bit of overacting. Now, have you tried? Have you listened to the show or watch? Listen, watch the show. See, I has, haven't. So that's okay. next. Okay, um, I'm curious about this. Yeah, one. Yeah, I've only watched so far the morning show and um, for all mankind. Which for all mankind is is really interesting because it's sort of if you've if you've seen a uh, man in the high castle which is on amazon prime which is sort of mm-hmm. like a revisionist history view of things but there's also some other mess that kind of goes along in man in the high castle uh the axis powers um or i don't know if got, the you know the germans and the japanese they they win world war ii and it's kind of like a what would have happened oh, wow. if the germans and the japanese had won and so, like, the America's divided, and you have, uh, you know, the Germans occupy kind of the, the eastern side of America, and the Japanese occupy the western side, which makes sense. But this is sort of like the same thing, except with the space race. So in this, um, in this show, the Russians beat us to the moon. Oh. They're the first ones on the moon. And then uh, they put a woman on the moon. And so basically it's telling the story of how America is continuing to respond to this idea with the Russians are beating them to all these things. And um, it's kind of interesting because, like, uh, most of the characters are, like, real-life characters or, like, yeah. characters that existed. Yeah. A lot of them, like, the, the head of NASA is, is, is a real dude. And, yeah. Um, wow. And and also, uh, not to get too close to home on this, but they talk about Von Braun. And um, Von Braun, who a bunch of stuff up in Huntsville is named after. There's the Von Braun Center um and all that well they kind of paint him in a in a rough light yeah in this um it's interesting and i went back and researched and what they talk about is actually true like he was he was in the ss yeah i mean he was a, a nazi pretty much and um you know he'll claim that like well i didn't i just did it because i had to for preservation reasons but there's stories out there about how he went and um, got some of his workers for his rocket factory from concentration camps. So there's some mm. really kind of rough stories out there about him, and this this show really exposes that. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it's sort of like a it's a story of, of America responding to the Russians beating them in every facet of the space race. This makes me wonder: is is this going to be a new hot like type of almost genre of show that's going to start happening? Is a lot of these revisionist type histories like a what if type yeah. of show? I think so because I think it's interesting. It, it is. It, it's interesting. It's sort of people kind of want to. That is a question like that we ask a lot. All right, what if what if we lost? Like yeah. what would have happened? Yeah, no, um, it's fascinating. It's it's fascinating, and and I think that uh, this will be. Inter- I'm curious to see where they go because right now in the in the episode that I'm watching, they've put together. Um, like a group of uh, of female astronauts try to respond to the fact that the Russians put a female on the moon. Um, they're also talking about it's the pro- NASA's now moved from wanting to do space exploration to wanting to put like a military base on the moon. Yeah, which is oddly something I think that's been talked about in like modern times as well. Um, so it's kind of Richard Nixon's the president, and uh, so they're painting him in sort of uh, what you would think they'd paint Richard Nixon as. Is not exactly the the greatest person in the world. So, question going back to is is Apple TV Plus? So it's releasing week to week. It's not it's not each episode. You you can't just binge them all currently. 
Not right now. So um, I think they released hit opening. Maybe they released two, and then each okay. week a new one comes out for each of these. Shows. Okay. <clears throat> At least for those two. Um, and then they'll all be out by like I think maybe end of November. I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. So well. yeah. So you can do that, and <clears throat> it for four ninety nine. Right now, I think it's worth it because the, the content is at least interesting enough, and it's new stuff, and you're not like watching a bunch of retreads of The Office. Sure. So if you want to look for something new, um, then I think it is it is worth it. At some point, they're gonna have to really start knocking it out. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you know if Disney's now in the game, and all these other streaming services that are gonna come out, they're gonna have to be doing a lot of things different than everyone else. Right Do- now, the thing they got going for them is their price point. Do you think there's a point that Disney and Apple? Man, I thought about that. It, it, you know, because you know, I think I know that Steve merger. Jobs sat on on the board of Disney. I think Tim Cook does as well. Yeah, and, and you would you would think that at some point there would be some kind of bundling that, that you makes could me think. Do. I'm wondering if there's a bigger move happening here I think there that's, probably is. that's going on behind behind the scenes, especially with Disney Plus gathering all these 10 yep. million subscribers and then Apple TV is releasing this original content. Yep. And I feel like they're about to sweep the rug out of ep- under everyone and just say, we're going together. Yeah, and I mean, I think they could. And if they did that, then it would be, um, they'd be uh, a superpower in this in this whole thing now the one the one thing they wouldn't have at that point yet would be sort of um the shows that yeah. people want to watch the reason why people have netflix or hulu is to watch network tv shows yeah um so you wouldn't have that um but, but i'm wondering if it, that's a thing that apple's trying to acquire is some of those network shows yeah. and then merge well but, so if you want to go even bigger than that you know disney owns abc yeah, uh, ABC I think has a vested interest in Hulu, which. <clears throat> so uh, if you can, and we've talked about like if you bundled these things, it would be over. If you bundled, if if Apple was involved with Disney, who was also involved with Hulu, and then if they, if you had an entertainment package, let me draw this out for you. <laughs> Your entertainment package is you get Apple Music, Apple TV Plus. All right. You get Disney Plus, and you get Hulu as well. Those four things, and you did it for seventeen to twenty dollars. Done all day. Done doing it, and 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 you're see you Spotify, see you Netflix, see you everything else because at that point you have everything you need all in this one bundle, which would be it'd be incredible. Yeah, it'd be incredible. Easy too. Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, long and short, like right now, I would, um, if I'm rating on a uh, on an A to F scale for for Apple TV Plus, I'd I'd rate it a B minus. It's a pretty good start. Yeah. It's enough of a good start. It's like, all right, yeah, let's keep going. This this has some. There's some intelligence behind this. Um, the hilarious part about uh, morning the morning show is you know product placements like a big deal in all these shows. <laughs> so it's so uh, and and like if you ever watch. Uh, Parks and Rec, there's like a season where they all have Windows phones, which is hilarious. <laughs> and I wonder how much Microsoft had to pay for that. But um, everybody, like from the very beginning of the show, the show opens with Steve Carell getting a call on his iPhone. <laughs> everybody's got iPhones, everybody's got iMacs, and, and everybody's got MacBook Pros. Everyone. That's good. And it, they're like all over the place. And then you sit there and you think, ah, right, yeah, this makes sense. It makes you remember, oh, yeah, Apple produces this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so smart. It's like it's inception. That's that's great. That's yeah, crazy. But, um, yeah, so much going on in the tech world. Uh, so many things. And, you know, I read an article actually uh, this week that talked about how the whole concept of cord cutting was to, like, save you money yeah, to get you out of these bundles. But now it's getting to a point where you're either spending the same amount or even more because everybody's doing their own standalone thing. And it's just, it's getting a little bit out of control. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It is a, you're committing to a lot and assuming, and I think a lot of them are, are playing on the fact they are hoping, I don't know that you're just, you're going to just sign up and just keep paying without like, there's a chance you end up not watching yeah. like one of these networks like you, you may watch one show every yeah. now and then, but you don't even like use it. So it's just yeah. you know free payments for them. Uh, yeah, you know I uh, recently 
um, last week in kind of an effort to, you know, when, when you're going through uh, like a, an engagement process and thinking about getting married, there's a lot of expenses that you have coming up, whether it's a honeymoon or um, thinking about like where you want to live. Uh, housing wise and all that that you got to kind of like put some money aside and so I like had to do a deep dive into where my money was going and what I realized that the only time I watch YouTube TV is on Saturdays for football games right and stuff and so I like I paused that subscription for for like six or seven months um, and the reason why is is because I'm like I'm spending fifty dollars a month on something that I'm watching five percent of my entertainment contents coming from this thing that costs 50 bucks yeah and um it the thing that stinks in is on saturday when i was sitting at home and watching football games like man i there i can't do this anywhere else like there's certain things that you still have to have yeah something like that to watch yeah because there's not like a but so we'll have to figure that out my 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 theory is that I'm gonna cave pretty quickly on this, yeah. and just find find the cut somewhere else. Maybe I just won't eat for a day <laughs> to pay for it. But no, it's crazy. It's gotten it's gotten nuts, and and I think um, the the we've talked about this about a million times now. But the amount of stuff out there that's just like trying to grab our attention is it's crazy. Nuts. It's crazy. Um, you can watch like I'm looking at my phone right now, and I have. Um, you know, I got Netflix on there. I have eighteen, or I have you know Apple TV Plus on there. I got Hulu, the Hulu app on there. I have Prime Video on there. I have Spotify on there, and and all this other stuff. There are not enough lifetimes for you to for me to to watch and, and consume all the content that is that I'm capable of getting from my device. I think you go even further than that. I don't, there there's so much content. You could spend the rest of your lifetime watching this and not even watch one percent of it. Oh yeah, on each 100%. platform. Yeah, on on each platform, and you know it kind of sort of goes into kind of um, ramping up this idea that um, we keep talking about and we keep talking about it because it's important that there's there's so much stuff out there that it's um, it's stretching our brains to a point to where we can't focus on anything yeah we can't focus on any one thing um and it's sad and and i like uh <laughs> i've been asked like a, a handful of times by some of our students here about like you know if i have book recommendations for them which is always a dangerous <laughs> game i don't read much um and the books i do have to read are for like for seminary and are boring and i wouldn't wish them on my worst enemy but uh <laughs> There's one book that I like recommend a lot, and it really kind of speaks to this this problem that I think that we uh, we have, and it's by a guy named uh, Mark Mark Manson. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the title of the book. <laughs> I think I know um, what you're talking yeah, I'm about. not gonna say the title of the book because I do not agree with. Uh, there were better words he could have used. I'll say that uh, for the title and also um, just in general. But so I found this book. You know, I moved to—I don't know if you remember this, West—but I moved to Dallas in 2016. What? I know, crazy. I forgot you left. Uh, yeah, exactly <laughs> right. And, and so, like, I mean, I went through um, some pretty difficult experiences. Um, you know, you, you move to a new place, and there's there's like natural things that happen. You're in a, a major city. You don't really know anybody, and so um, a lot of stuff happened that really made that a, a, diff, a tough time for me. And, uh, you know, I saw counseling and, and, and all that stuff. And my counselor, Dr. Medlin, was, was an incredible um, help to me. But I was in the SMU bookstore one day, and I saw this orange book just sitting on the shelf. It was on the kind of the bestsellers um, yeah. thing. And I saw it, and I was immediately drawn to uh, the title of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what is this about? Because one of the things, like, my counselor said to me, is he told me he's like you're um, over dramatizing stuff or whatever, but you're also you are uh, caring about way too many things that you shouldn't be caring about. He told yeah. me that. He said that's yeah. one of your main problems. He said you got to kind of pare this down. And so then I saw this book and um, started reading kind of like the contents of it, and reading sort of some reviews on Amazon, and it was kind of about that entire concept. 
Um, and it's it's an orange book by uh, by Mark Manson. It and, catches uh, your. I mean, it, it catches, catches your. Attention. If you look anywhere where you're trying to buy books or yeah. whatever, that that's always on display, or it's, yeah. if it's on the first page of whatever book place. Yeah. So that this guy was just he was just a blogger. He's a blogger who kind of talked about these things, and then um, he put it all in a book. And I think it is saying something. Even right now, if you go into a bookstore, you'll see it. Yeah. And this has been uh, two, three, four years, and it's still there. Yeah. And I think it's because it speaks to something that people are looking for an answer on. And so the basic con, you know, the basic kind of concept of at least kind of the first part of it is that each of us, whether we want to admit it or not, have um, only uh, a certain amount of capacity to care about things. When we have a certain amount of capacity to care. At some point, we run out. And what we do is, um, you know, we'll say, oh, yeah, I'm going to care about school, care about family, care about faith. We'll say those are the big three. But then we also care about, like, what this person thinks. We also care about this. We also care about that. We also care about this. And we get ourselves, like, so stretched out that when you are so stretched out and you're caring about all these kind of ancillary things, then you're not actually caring about the core things that you claim are actually important. Um, and so, like, the whole concept of the book is saying you need to find out. You need to really think about, like, what's actually important, those three or four things that are really important, and that's where your cares need to go to. And it sounds terrible, but then everything else around it you can't care about. Yeah. Because you can't do it. You don't have the capacity to, to care about more things than, than those few things. And what you're doing, um, when you're trying to care about all those things, like I said, you're not caring about the core stuff. And we see this in um, you know, kids and adults all the time. They're so like stretched out that they're not actually putting a focus on the things that they, if you sat them down and asked, like, what's the most important thing to you? And say, oh, yeah, it's my faith, it's my family, and it's my friends. No, it's not. Because, like, your actions do not dictate that because you're getting so stretched on all these other things. So it's just a, it's a really good, I think it's a very important concept. Yeah, well, and it, it kind of goes to something, I, I think that, like, a basic idea that we've all grown up with, and, and it, it's like this idea of doing a bunch of things in a mediocre way or focusing on like one or two things and yeah. doing it well and, uh, yeah. and all the way through and, and seeing it through. And uh, that's something in today's world that maybe it's this American mindset yeah. of I need to do everything well and be perfect and you know you know spend all my time in these places cuz i i want you know more you know whatever power money yeah. whatever it is yeah. fame to a point where it it's actually detrimenting the things you're doing you're, you're you're only doing them okay because you can only do so much yeah you as a person we can only do so yeah. much yeah no i mean i agree with you and it's uh you know, it's kind of interesting. I, I think, like, when I started trying to implement um, those kind of ideas into my life, it's like, all right, these are the things that you can care about. These are the things you need to care about. And for me at that time, it was my faith had to be number one because I was really at a point where I was very much struggling with that. My faith had to be number one. Myself had to be number two because um, I was, I'd like, spent so much time trying to um to get uh satisfaction in my life from someone else instead of trying to be satisfied with who god created me to be and so i had to worry about my faith myself and then and then you know came my family and really trying to be more intentional about that especially living in a different place and then you know maybe my job maybe and, yeah. and then maybe school and so i had to worry about I had to like focus on those things and put everything I had behind those. And the difference that it made also in that six month period, I got rid of all my social media accounts. I didn't use them for, for six months yeah. and just really, really focused on those things and really and truly focused on the first two, focusing on my faith in God and focusing on, on becoming okay with myself. And that led me to going to movies alone, going to eat alone, going to sporting events alone. And, um, it had such an incredible, 
impact on on helping me grow and helping me become uh, to me a better person and someone who is more way more comfortable uh, in my own skin than I was then and, and like I've told I've told Katie this a lot that if I hadn't gone through all those things and hadn't sort of figured all that out and gone through that darkness and then sort of been kind of brought out a different person then I don't think that I would be remotely prepared even at 31 to get married but um, I if you know, feel like I am because you know I went through those things and and, and learned uh, those processes and learned um, how to do it. So that means that sometimes even now, and and you work for me, so you can kind of <laughs> you can kind of see these things. Like if if you bring up something that is not in like the core of what I know I need to care about, I say like, no, I don't care about that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm not doing that. You do you do that a lot, and yeah. and it's and it is because like I mean, I'm trying to protect those things that are important to me. And also yeah. protect myself and not get myself overextended because that can lead to some difficult things. Yeah, and it makes me think of just like maybe young people today. It's like they're chasing so much. And and I almost think it's we have this innate desire. We want to be interesting people. And yeah. we want to have all these cool things about us and, and things that make us different from other people. But it's, it's you know, it is to a point it's it's hurting us. And you yeah. look at the funny thing is, it, is that some of the most interesting people in the world that you look at, they're really good at one thing and they yeah. became famous or they became good at something because they're good at one thing, one thing. and they became, you know, icons around the world. Yeah. So it's funny that we, we do this, we chase these things around to like smoke and mirrors, but yeah. you know, and I, I, you know, I think about my faith at, at that point too. It's like, think about where like think about what you could be doing you know for the kingdom of god mm -hmm. if you spent you know as much time reading your word or praying yeah. as as you watch netflix or you watch disney plus or whatever it yeah. is if you spent a quarter of that time yeah. maybe maybe a fifth of that time yeah you know or yeah. an eighth it like yeah we're wasting not wait I don't want to say wasting time but you're you're spending you have a, a, a very limited finite amount of time yeah. on this planet yeah. to make to make a difference to make a change and where you spend it matters and if you're spreading it a bunch a bunch of little things I mean that could be cool but it's nothing's meaningful at that point yeah that I, I mean like I think the saying is like uh you know trying to be a jack of all trades but a master of nothing right and um, I think that one of the things that I like, Steve Jobs, who I would not, I wouldn't classify as like someone that you should, because I mean, there's there's books out about how maybe he treated his employees, and he was an interesting dude, and yeah, maybe yeah. not the guy that, you're like, oh man, I want to grow up and be Steve Jobs one day. But, maybe not his character. Yeah, but some of the stuff like he did, like people would, if you ever watch any of his keynotes, especially kind of later, wore the same clothes. And he wore those clothes every day. Yeah. He wore a black turtleneck and jeans and New Balance shoes every day. And the reason why was because he did not want to waste his brain power thinking about what he was going to wear that day. He said that he is, didn't have the mental capacity to mental try and think about it. He needs to get up, put it on, so he can, because his brain starts going when he gets up. Because he had a singular focus in his life, and that's why this company is what it is now. Um, I think it kind of goes back and forth from being the most valuable company in on planet Earth. And that's because he focused on this thing. This is the thing that we're going to do. And if you look at Apple's business model, it's so simple. It's so simple. And, and I think that is what we have to do in our, in our world is simplify our lives yeah. to, um, to really kind of focus on, on the things that matter, the things that we're, um, that we're compelled to do. Yeah. Um, yeah I want to, now, in saying that, I want to be careful, and I want to make sure I take shots at, at one thing that I think is uh, crazy. I do think, because when you say, all right, yeah, well, if you could take, the, oh, yeah, focus on one thing, so that means that I, if I want to play baseball, I need to just play baseball year-round and quit all the other sports. That's not what I'm saying. I actually, if you listen to a lot of professional athletes, they'll tell you that, um, you know, they would they would tell all young people that they need to, to play all of the sports. Yeah. And so that's not what I'm talking about. Building yourself about. as an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's a not what I'm talking focus about. Still. Yeah. yeah. Because I think that, uh, 
playing baseball, playing basketball, playing whatever, just all year round with no breaks. But if you crazy. are doing it to an extent where yeah. it's like I, I can't do anything else and this is this is crippling to me, yeah. then uh, maybe there's a point. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know, it's just it's just crazy. And um, you know, I kind of I, I go back to when I think about like how we're educating our kids now. And I don't think our school systems are doing your kids any favors. I think they're almost like helping helping bring about like more of these problems. Sure. I um, mean, you know, we've we've talked openly about uh, about like our you know our kids being stressed at school, especially our kids who go to Hoover City Schools. Not as much as Shelby County school kids. They don't have Chromebooks. They still use textbooks and, and write by hand, which is the way it's supposed to be. But um, I think it's uh, there's got to be a reckoning that happens, and I'm and I'm happy, even though, like I said, it's not what I would have titled the book, and I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you can go to any bookstore, look on Amazon, you'll find it. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm happy that people are reading that, because yeah. even though I would say it's it's far from a Christian book or whatever, sure. But you can apply those concepts to your Christian life. And figure out like what you want to be and who you're who you're called to be and focus and zero in on that. Yeah. Um, you know, there's on a Wednesday night we were having our uh, our guys Bible study and we were looking at the passage in Ephesians that uh, that talks about. And I'll pull this up kind of as I'm going, but we were talking about it to begin with uh, because it's kind of a controversial passage. And the reason why it's controversial is because it talks about you know it's the, it's the one that says you know wives submit to your husbands. It's that one, which uh, it's not the coolest thing for a lot of people to read, yeah. <laughs> and especially in especially in today's um, context. I mean, I think a lot of people, like a lot of things in Scripture, have have perverted that to to think that oh well, wives supposed to submit their husbands. That means that no matter what their husband does, they're supposed to like yeah. submit to it. And and there's so and and tragically, there's so many women out there that are in abusive relationships that stay in it because like some some minister out there yeah. told them they had to. And I think that's that's tragic and terrible. But so I'm gonna read you this part though, because I think this is interesting. And this is in verse twenty five. This is the part where um, you know, Paul turns it on the husband and said, This is what you're supposed to do. It says, Husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Wow. To make her holy, cleansing her with the washing of water by the word. He did this to present the church to himself in splendor without spot, wrinkle, or anything like that. In the same way, husbands are to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. No one ever hates his own flesh but provides and cares for it. But as Christ does for the church since we are members of the body. So basically, in that kind of like part that I just read, like what it's talking about, kind of going back to me um, you know, telling telling Katie like I felt like I could get there's like that that is like an integral part of being able to like love and to love someone else yeah is to um to have this like loving loving yourself first and I I think like our kids today and our people today have such a problem loving themselves because all these things, if you're constantly looking at Twitter and looking at celebrities and all this other crap, you're never gonna live up to that look. Yeah, you're never gonna. Look. I if you you need to go on Google and Google celebrities without makeup on because they're just <laughs> like us, man. And and there's you know six thousand dollars worth of makeup can make you look however you want, but. If you sit there and you look at all that stuff, and there's all these comparisons that go on Instagram, Instagram, like this mm. week. If you look on your Instagram account right now, um, it'll say, like, if I look at your pictures, it'll say so-and-so liked it and then others. Yeah. It will not tell me how many likes you have. It doesn't tell you how many likes you have anymore. Do you know why? Because they're trying to remove the concept that people were using likes to compare themselves to each other. Yeah. Instagram gets it. They get that it's like a problem. That we're going on there and we're making these comparisons, these unfair comparisons, and that's like further stretching us apart to where we're looking ourselves in the mirror every day and we're not even sure who we are anymore. And we definitely don't love ourselves because all we want is to be all these different things that we can't control that God didn't create us to be. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's crazy. But wow. man. Woo! Yeah. It got hot. It got hot. Yeah. It got hot, but yeah. So um, I'm sure there's other books that that um, they kind of talk about the same 
concept. That's the one that worked for me. So you can go on Amazon and and, and look it up. Mark Manson's the author, and um, and yeah. So I would uh, I would highly encourage people to just at least explore that concept. I'm gonna have to give that a listen, Scott. Yeah, you so, should. You should or listen or read it or yeah. It's on Audible. I know it's on Audible. So yeah. Anyway, we uh, we you know we haven't been here in a while, Scott. So do you have any uh hot takes to close out the show? Yeah, I got some hot takes. Um, my first hot take is uh, I don't think Chick-fil-A itself is overrated. Okay. I think Chick-fil-A itself is the best fast food restaurant in America. Okay. From a consistency of service, I do believe that. Okay. What I cannot stand, especially in the mornings, is how peppy they are and how many questions they ask me. <laughs> I was just there, and um, you know it is it is the worst ordering experience to me. Yeah, because like I know what I want. I want a number one, and I'll even say with the coffee black. And even if I say with the coffee black, they're still gonna ask me if I want cream or sugar. No, I said I wanted it black. Uh, and then they're gonna ask me every time if I want condiments. I don't want condiments. <laughs> I ordered the number one with a black coffee. It's all I want. <laughs> and and then and then they'll so they'll ask you those questions then they'll reread the order back to you the whole ordering process it's like a full blown conversation that I don't have time to have right I mean getting my breakfast is like Steve Jobs putting on his thing I don't have the brain capacity to deal with these <laughs> these interactions and then when you get to the window uh, and that's a very quick process but they still they want to talk to you some more they'll yeah. like ask you like oh you you know well yesterday they got my name wrong. You were there. You yeah, saw it. Yeah, they, <laughs> they got, got my name wrong, which was which was bad. They asked me if I was Wood, which I didn't know that was a first name. But uh, <laughs> it's like, no, I'm Scott. And then, and then like asking like how my day's going and all that. And I'm like, well, it's 40 degrees and raining, so <laughs> I'd like to roll up my window. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to roll up my window now, which yeah. may or may not work. Uh, so I, man, I, I, I think you also have a, a bigger problem that you. Uh, have been frustrated with the location by us yes. lately. Yeah, I have. But I've been frustrated by the Chick Fil A that's near us. I'm not gonna say which one it is. No, I mean people can people if they know who we are. Sure, yeah. They know where no, we're no. broadcasting from, they can figure it out. But, but they've but forgotten quite a few items for you lately. They have. And, they've and messed up people my around quite us. A few and, times. Yeah, which is crazy because Chick Fil A doesn't make a lot of products, and I've never in any other Chick Fil A I've ever been to, whether it's the locations on 280, which are are the best mark meadows uh runs a chick-fil-a that's up near 459 that's the one you need to go to it's an incredible chick-fil-a it's an incredible guy um but this other one i've never had a problem with any of the other ones but this one like you said it messed up my order a couple weeks ago i asked for a number one number one if you're gonna do one of your menu items perfectly, number one seems to be the one. That is the Chick-fil-A sandwich meal. That's the one that Truett Cathy <laughs> started this whole empire with. It's like, oh yeah, let's put a chicken sandwich and you know, pressure cook it and put it in between these two buns. Give them some waffle fries and a sweet tea. It's number one. <laughs> so they I, they even read it back to me. Number one, I pay for it. Six whatever it is. It's a little bit overpriced Chick-fil-A. And uh, I get the sack, and I drive off because it's so quick. You're like, i got to get out of here. And you expect <laughs> Chick-fil-A to get everything right. I open my bag. They didn't give me fries. <laughs> and, and, and Brittany and, and, and you were like, hey, just let's just go back. I was like, no, I'm not going back. This is such like a horrible uh, you know, crime and sin that they've committed that I went – I went to, you know, Whataburger and got fries from there. Yeah, that's the difference between you and I. I would have just gone it back is. and said, hey, I want my fries, and, and they'll probably give me, you know, free stuff or something later. But you you said you were not going to do that. You, no. You said you were going to take a stand. I was going to take a stand, and I, I have not been back to get lunch or dinner from there, and I won't. I will not. I will go. I will drive five miles past that Chick-fil-A to, wow. to the other one that's also on this major roadway in hoover that we live off of <laughs> it's <laughs> near the gallery it's pretty clear what we're yeah it is yeah. and um yeah so that's my hot take i mean just wow. a couple things number one this location we're talking about let's come on your chick-fil-a people expect service and and i whatever mm. and and also gosh just turn down the pep a little bit <laughs> make it more personal 
because it's it's the same spiel no matter who you are. And I get that they're trained that way, and they're trained better yeah. than any other fast food yeah, yeah, employees yeah. on the planet, and yeah, it's yeah. amazing. But um, come on, yeah, that's been uh, uh, our segment, Scott's rants. Yeah, no, uh, uh, but <laughs> but we uh, Scott, you remember Joe? Right. Yeah, I remember Joe. Our, Joe's our, our hot take machine. He, I mean, he's just providing us. He provides us constantly. He gives uh, with, and he gives with, and he, he gives. gives to the show, and and we appreciate it. Um, and you know, we we encourage other listeners to send in hot takes. But this is an Instagram DM message that he sent to RSM underscore students, which you can do if you want to send in your hot takes, and they might get read on the air. Uh, So this is our message from Joe. Hiya, guys. Sorry it's been forever since I've sent in a hot take. Don't (laughs) worry, though. I'm still listening every week. Hot take (laughs) number one. Having one of those Coke machines with the 50 flavor choices are the worst thing any restaurant could do. Amen. (laughs) There are way too many choices leading to an inefficiency and movement of the line for choices that people don't really care about. It sounds like a good idea, but at the end of the day, no one really cares to see what lemon-flavored Coke tastes like. Yes. They just want regular flavors. A hundred percent. That is the best hot take that we've ever had. That, the Coke freestyle machine is the physical embodiment of everything that we're talking about. Yeah. Jack of all trades, master of nothing. It's <laughs> wow. the Coke freestyle machine. The problem with it more than anything else is he's bringing up one issue. So there's too many choices and people take forever. There's no doubt. The other problem is it makes nothing good. If you yeah. ever have a regular Coke out there or a regular out there, it does not taste the same. It doesn't yeah. taste good. Yeah. It's a brilliant concept. But it's it's not well executed. Yeah. And yeah, there's nothing worse than being at a restaurant with one and you're standing there and watching someone hit the touch screen to try to get the Diet Coke with cherry. And sometimes it doesn't touch right and oh, you got it. Yeah, it's terrible. I do have to say I do love vanilla coke, so it's I always love vanilla it's coke as well. nice to have that option. I agree. But like that's also kind of become a major flavor. So yeah. I, there's so many flavors on there oh, that crazy. that are just like I don't I, yeah, lemon coke. Who wants that? Who wants that? Who wants that? Yeah. So uh and then <laughs> hot take number 2 was happy birthday Wes, which we're a couple weeks behind. Uh he said you're a good friend. So that that's very sweet when of you. When was your birthday? Joe. My birthday was November 4th. So we're we're a couple weeks late, but did, What did we what happened? Did we do something? Huh? Did we do something for that? No. Did I tell you happy birthday? I think you did. Yeah, maybe? probably. I feel like probably something. did. It yeah, feels yeah. like something He's, I would do. We're friends. Yeah, we're yeah. friends, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this has been a great show. Yeah, uh, all right, Scott, so any closing thoughts? Relax? Yeah, I know. There's one thing that you have to do on this episode, and you're gonna you're gonna like freak out over there, but I think it's important it's for the listeners. On Wednesday night, we're standing <laughs> outside listening to our slow jams, like we do as the kids Let's arrive. For walking church. in, we're outside the entrance. And all of a sudden, this noise um, comes out of, of, of Wes's mouth. Like this, this <laughs> noise that I've like, never heard before. And it was like this laugh. And, and it was, he said, oh, yeah, it's my fake laugh. And it just, it just wrecked me. <laughs> it absolutely wrecked me. And I, uh, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like our, our people you, need to hear you it. You really want me to do this? On yeah, the I do. So here, I'll tell I'll tell a joke. Okay. I'll tell. Okay. I'll, I got to think of one that's like not controversial. Okay, I got it. All right. Okay. All right. Ready? All right. Ready for a joke? Yeah. Yeah. All right. The Auburn offense. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Scott. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> anyway, I was very obnoxious with that. The yeah. Other oh, night, second so. hot take. This is. Oh, it, oh you got another one. Auburn <laughs> will beat Georgia on Saturday, twenty-four to ten. Wow! Specific score. Specific score. Twenty-four to ten. So if you are uh, over eighteen or over twenty-one, I think it's over twenty-one, and live in Las Vegas, <laughs> twenty-four to ten, that's, Auburn's going to win. Do the you game. have like you have a man on the inside that's rigging this thing? Or? I don't. I just have – there's something about being an Auburn fan, West, that even though we're, like, eternally pessimistic and, etern- and eternally optimistic all at the same time, it's uh-huh. this weird convergence of things. And it'll make your life miserable if you really think about it. And so, like, you'll go from thinking we're terrible, we're terrible, our coach, our coach stinks, um, quarterback's bad, everything's bad. And then 
about a day before the game, which is where we are right now, and you start thinking about, man, it's going to be a Jordan Hare. The Eagles going to fly. <laughs> we're guys, guys, guys. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to we're going to beat them this year. They're not that good. We're going to beat them. Bo Nix is going to have his coming out party. It's just a game time energy. It's a game time to, energy yeah, that yeah. we all get. And then you start thinking completely irrationally. <laughs> and then and, um, and that's down. where I'm at right now. I'm at, I'm at the irrational phase where, I, for whatever reason, I'm going to be there, which I think plays a big role in how I feel. Um, ex- expecting to be let down. I'm expecting – I there's part of me that's, that's expecting to be let down. There's part of me that, for whatever reason, thinks, man – we're going to get them this year. <laughs> and I don't know why, and it's it's probably not right. And um, But, man, I just, like, have – I got this feeling. I got this got feeling. feeling. And uh, it will not surprise me at all if we get beat 45 to nothing either. <laughs> but I think we're going to win 24 to 10. So. Well, I wish you all the best of luck. Anyway, if you have any hot takes yep. or, any, or you want to send us anything to the show, you can send it on Instagram, DM rsm underscore students or wes underscore holly uh scott need closing closing no word? but i i would i would encourage our our audience to listen in next week because we're going to open the show a little bit differently oh yeah uh, tis the season my friend we are <laughs> we are in something hot. we are in christmas mode and uh starbucks is in holiday mode yeah 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 not christmas, <laughs> not mode, christmas but holiday, holiday mode. mode yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh so we're gonna start opening the shows in it here at the end of november and in december with a little bit of a, a little bit of a Christmas cheer, as you will. <laughs> so I highly encourage everyone to listen in. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. This has been in the office with Scott and Wes. We will see you guys later. We love you guys.